0: Warning, the B3F podcast may contain language or subject matter that may not be suitable for kids. You've been fucking warned. Check out some friends of the show. The Two Brothers Podcast. The Trevor Jackson Podcast. Dem Jackson Boys. The Dumbass Dudes Podcast pop culture warrior happened in the 90s podcast follow at the andy harris on twitter go to our website at b 3 spodcastcom for merch click on tell us what you really think to leave a completely anonymous review of each of us oh gosh the sick sucker isn't like enjoy the show you cunts. still working out the kinks of Stephen taking his ball and going home but uh, you just got me tonight um, or this episode so... Uh, We're going to see how this goes. Uh, I'm going to drink a gin and tonic, although I'm on the weight loss kick, so I'm not going to use tonic, I'm going to use some uh, seltzer water. So Anyway, how has your week going? Um, It's been a hectic week for me. Traveled to Jacksonville last week, um, which was interesting, a lot of drinking in Jacksonville, a lot of eating out, eating unhealthy, but... uh, so this week was a hectic week, catching back up work was crazy, had some visitors come in from the corporate office, which was crazy, and then back out again, um, playoff hockey started, that's been a big one for me, um, although after today's game, the Predators are down uh, three games to none, down, so uh, anyway, cheers. Um, so what happened for me this week? Um. Wednesday night, cashed in on my, on my Christmas present for my wife, one of them anyway. She bought myself and Gabe uh, tickets to go see Tom Segura here in Knoxville. Um, opened opener pretty good. Can't remember his name, but um, honestly, I, I cannot remember. Cronin, I'm pretty sure is his last name, but, but anyway, I can't remember his first name, but uh, he's pretty good. Um, sitting next to me was an old man. I don't know he looked like he was in his late 60s, early 70s. He had a hearing aid on his left ear and he laughed a total of two times during the opener's act and I thought well this is not going to get any cleaner uh for the rest of the night this is probably not the show probably not the show for you. So so anyway, uh Tom comes out. Big round of applause. I look at my watch it says 7:44. Um because I'm as we all know i'm kind of weird like that in some instances and and i was kind of timing the show a little bit but anyway um couple minutes later i'm laughing so hard that i'm crying literally crying like tears running down my face i look at my watch it's 7:46. two minutes in this motherfucker had me crying this was the best show that i've ever seen i've seen multiple comedians live i've watched a, a blue million specials. This is the best thing I've I've ever seen. Seeing him live. Now, granted, I I get it. There's a, there's a, a, an aspect to watching comedy live in a, in a room of people where you laugh maybe more than you would at home. I don't, I don't give a shit that Tom Segura is, he's top five right now, in my opinion, uh, touring comedians right now, not top five all time, but top five currently touring comedians. He's, he's gotta be in the top five. He's gotta be a uh, strong opener, did some stuff, some material personal to Knoxville, um, did some stuff about the South, which I'm sure he's done at, at other venues in the South, but about Confederate statues and things like that. Uh, surprisingly enough, uh, divided the room a little bit. Uh, there was a small pocket of people that kind of booed when he talked about taking down Confederate statues, which, uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Uh, that it, interesting thing in the sense that seeing and hearing people boo over something like, like that, and now they weren't loud boos like, like you hear, you know, sometimes from people, but they were audible. And, uh, that's an interesting thing. Um, that's an interesting thing to choose to boo. Um, Tom <laughs> made some funny, uh, but true points to what he was saying about, um, uh, the statues, but very funny, um, split the room a little bit. I don't know. Split the room. Maybe, a, I don't know, maybe 20% of the people booed. That's probably a little high, but regardless. Um, so anyway, uh, he went on strong closer, God, strong closer. came, came kind of caught me off guard that that was his closer and it was just fucking hilarious. So he's touring all over the place right now. Um, as tour is aptly called i'm coming everywhere and uh so if you have the opportunity to go see him if it's not sold out already then you need to check out tom segura I mean, he does a podcast with his wife called your mom's house which i love um he does a podcast with his best friend Bert kreischer um which uh, it's called two bears one cave i love that one as well um although i don't understand doing a podcast with your best friend sounds fucking strange to me but uh anyway uh, tom segura is tush- i mean just Fucking man, that guy's hilarious. Um, let's see here. So I go do that with Gabe Wednesday night, to 7:30 show or or thereabouts. And after the show, I'm standing outside talking to Gabe and a couple of his friends. And I'm the uncool parent, so he, he and his friends decide to leave and go do something. He leaves and goes with them, um, which is fine. That's to be. You know, that's I understand that. But there's a guy I work with, uh, comes out, he and his wife, they're in in there to see the show, too. We talked for a couple minutes. And so when we're done, I'm getting ready to leave. Uh, I just decide what the hell, just for the hell of it, I'm going to walk down the alley next to the to the venue, the Tennessee Theater, and just uh, take a loop around the theater. You know, maybe maybe Tom and his opener are standing outside. Maybe they're not not going to hassle them or anything like that. But so I just walk down, down the alley. I get toward the back. I'm, at that point, I'm uh, halfway down the alley. I start looking at my phone, looking at messages I missed during the show. Um, and I go down through there and then all of a sudden I hear somebody talking. I look up to, cause I'm about to walk right through the middle of them. And it's Tom and his opener and someone else. And I just kind of stepped aside, just kind of motioned like sorry, because I I literally about walked right through the middle of them talking. And I turned to see for sure. And it's it's them, Tom standing there having a cigarette, his opener standing there, they're all talking. And I just looked at him and said, uh, great show, guys. And he just said, Thanks, brother, and and I and went on. And and, and so somebody at work said, Well, why didn't you stop and talk to him? And it's um, i don 't know I was trying to be respectful i've i 've heard him say a million times he hates being hassled after shows that 's why he doesn 't go out and do meet and greets that 's why he he doesn't well he doesn 't do any of that stuff uh, he doesn 't like being hassled and hounded after the show. Would he have taken a photo with me if I asked probably but i didn 't want to I know what his stance is, and I tried to be respectful of that but but anyway um again. Uh, I can't stress enough just how fucking funny he was. Just insane. So, um, so let's see, what else did I do this week? Um, been like I said, been an interesting week. Um I, I so I the show working four days a week, taking a day off in the middle of the week. So I took off Thursday because after the show I knew I was probably gonna get home late and sit up and and so I just took off Thursday, which is it's always strange. it throws everything off like today felt like Sunday instead of Saturday Friday it felt weird getting up and going to work Friday. It's just I don't know, and you know as we've established many times before uh, it's hard for me to just take random days off uh, from work. I don't know why I, it just I just it just is so um let's see in, in other comedy situation this week uh, something happened that a lot of people said was going to happen um i don't necessarily consider it the same thing but you had the guy rushing the stage with ship Sch- uh and trying to tackle Chappelle at the netflix as a joke um they're, they're, i guess their comedy festival or whatever and i think it was in out, out in california somewhere but anyway and he seemed to handle it well, but you know the rumor is that he was taken backstage and just they just beat the shit out of him. you know, uh, I think I saw an article that that was claiming that um, uh, John Stewart got a couple of shots in, which is interesting. he seems quite passive um, i'm sure Jamie Fox I mean he was there tried to help F at the, you know when the guy first rushed the stage so but the rumor is that they broke his arms and beat the shit out of him, which is uh interesting anyway but uh, so i was thinking about that and would people said you know it, with will smith getting a pass at the oscars and Stephen and i purposely didn't really discuss this topic so i'm gonna tread lightly around it but it was said by people that with the way it was handled with the oscars and no real trouble that will smith got into that this was going to open the door for people to you know, start jumping on stage and having a swing at comedians if there's something they didn't like. Now, I don't know if Chappelle said something uh, off-color or offensive or whatever right before that, but regardless, this guy jumps and says, he's got a fake gun, uh, which, how did he get that into the Hollywood Bowl? Um, but if, why are you carrying a fake gun? Now, supposedly there was a knife inside the fake gun. I don't, I don't know. Uh, the guy had the guy rushed the stage. Had aside from glancing off of Chappelle when he stepped to the side, he kind of had a uh, a pretty good form tackle there. If you're a football coach, uh, but anyway, it was said by a lot of people that that this was going to cause people to start rushing the stage. Now, and I've heard some people say, "Yeah, it could," and other people say, "No." If it, you know, if something a comedian says is going to cause you to rush the stage, that was already there. Just so just like you know, the claims of what people say being a dog whistle for white supremacy or what else. I mean, there's not really anything that a comedian can say on stage. It's going to make you there's nothing they can say in, that indirectly that's going to make you do something that's that you weren't already going to do or or wanting to do, planning to do or whatever. I mean, short of telling you to do it, there's really, you know, a joke. A joke doesn't make people hate gays it doesn't make a joke doesn't make people who are listening to the joke racist it doesn't do any of that i don't that's an interesting thing to me i don't get that whole i don't get that whole thought that that words are violence because i don't know they're just not i mean i mean when i was growing up and way before me it was you know people said sticks and stones you know but but words will never hurt I, i don't so i don't get that um, I don't know it's it's strange it's a strange concept that something I say to anyone on here could cause you to now suddenly hate gay people or minorities or to beat your wife or whatever uh, I mean, although if she's talking back or whatever but you know that's between you and your God anyway it feels strange to talk and not have Steven sitting here saying no one cares and then fake yawning because what I'm saying is taking too long. Um, I've been trained now for two and a half years to cut everything short um, so as to not suffer his wrath. So um, if you're listening or watching Steven, and I know you're not because you don't give a shit, but uh, fuck you for the for, uh you know, fuck you for holding me down anyway. No. So, um, this is kind of how things are going to be for a little while. I may have a couple people chime in from, from time to time. I know Trevor wants to, to come on at some point and I'll probably get him on and, you know, uh, I may get, you know, Andre or big T or Josh Dunn if he can. And just, you know, at times uh chime in maybe they'll be on the whole show maybe i'll have them on a little bit here and there and this show tonight is going to be quite short it's going to be very short compared to to as long as steven and i would go just because trying to get in the swing of things the setup is not completely done just it's been a crazy week i didn't have time to spend on it but uh, so i hope it sounds good i hope it's looking decent enough Um, but this is a little bit of how what you're going to get from now whatever i've gotten written down i've been writing little things down here and there throughout the week that crossed my mind. I think, oh, that's an interesting topic, or, or I have opinions on that. Um, so uh, this, you know, uh, apologies up front, probably not going to be very funny. Um, turns out probably, I'm probably not a very funny person by myself. Uh, but anyway. Um, it's interesting. This is an interesting thing, not having someone to play off of. Sounds quality and looks professional. Thank you very much, Trevor. Thank you very much, Trevor. I thought about getting in touch with you today to see if you wanted to jump on for a few minutes, but I just thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a go on my own and just see how it turns out. So anyway, like I was saying, um, um, this is kind of how it's going to be a little bit here and there. Um, it's just going to be me, whatever I feel like talking about. Maybe I'll make some jokes here and there. Maybe I won't. Um, but anyway, uh, Yeah, so i'll probably have my dog sitting behind me quite a bit i'm looking at them on the couch Uh, if steven were here she would be trying to get involved but um yeah so i i uh i heard something this week about that i I don't know if there's an interview or what but with ray j where he was talking about the uh the sex tape that he and and kim kardashian made that it was planned out you know the quote leak or release whatever was planned out um by kim's mom um, i guess you know it maybe i don't know if it's her idea if it was kim and ray J's idea and then and then kim's mom got involved and kind of did you know made it as popular as it was or put it out there like it was i don't know but that's a very fucking weird thing that, well, first off, making a sex tape is kind of weird anyway. Like my wife and I were talking earlier today and, and the topic of sex tapes came, not the topic of us making a sex tape. That's not what I'm saying. Just regardless. So we talk about random things, news from the week or whatever, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, um, but just the topic of sex, sex takes came up, we were both kind of like, it's just an, an interesting thing. I don't really want to see myself having sex. I don't need the, you know, to go to the tape to learn what I'm doing wrong. I'm pretty sure I'll be told what I'm doing wrong. Uh, I don't know. It'd be easier to tell me what I'm doing right, probably. It's a short, I'm sure a much shorter list at, at my age and, and uh, physical fitness but the thought of a woman a mother telling their daughter that this we're going to put this sex tape out is it's be I, I, to me that's even stranger than when a mother the so trevor is chiming in here he says uh, the mother is a marketing guru and sells the hell out of her children so i agree but i think the children are doing a good job of selling themselves trevor um, and maybe they learned that from the mom. I mean, cause prior to the sex tape, I don't think Kim was really known as much of but maybe Paris Hilton's kind of friend or partial stylist or something. I'm not sure, but it's still, it's it. the thought of a mother or a father, honestly, either a parent telling their child to put out a sex tape is so strange. It's, it's even more strange to me than when a parent kills their kids. That's, Baffling, but that's a screw loose. You know, when a mom kills her kids, there's usually some kind of trauma or mental there's, all, there's always some kind of trauma or mental illness there. I don't want to say usually. I mean I guess I guess maybe some of them are just the born, pure evil people, but I, I doubt it. Um, but uh, the, I, I can, I, I, I've tried to think about it, and to, I can't imagine telling any of my kids, but I especially can't imagine telling my daughter. Um, to put, to release a sex tape, especially to plan it out, you know, releasing one that was already made or already started to be leaked or threatened to be leaked or whatever is not good, but it's different than saying, we're going to plan this out. Let's do your makeup. Let's make sure the lighting's correct. You know, smile for the camera kind of thing. I I, I want it. Was the mom in there? That's one i remember. Was the mom in there directing the shoot, or, or, or I don't know. I mean, but I mean, the dad died a while ago. Probably, I think he died before this sex tape situation. Maybe that's, you know, a thing of you know, kids growing up without dads start making sex tapes. I don't, I don't know. But it's so. I, I just. Well, I mean, what? <laughs> but what do what do you do? Do you so then do. Does Kim's mom, Chris, I think was her name, does she then watch the sex tape and give notes and then they have to go back and reshoot? What, what, the, what the fuck is up with that? Like, to, I just, to, to tell my daughter but especially daughter, but any of my kids, especially my daughter, to go make a sex tape or release one that you've already made, or maybe it's going to be leaked or whatever, but to say, yeah, you should, you should re you should do this. But then also say, you know, no, 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 this time, uh, let him, let them, let them come on your face. It'll sell more like that's do that. Try that out and just see, you know, uh, this, this will really get, this will really, uh, gain some ground with the fans and they'll, they'll really start, uh, start. Uh, they'll, they'll really check in, in you know, follow you or whatever you want to call. Because I guess I don't remember how long ago the sex tape was. I w- wish I had my laptop open for me so I could look some of this stuff up. But, but I, I just I need to, I need to know more details because it's so baffling to me that a parent would tell their child to release that or plan that out. I I really need to know, did she give notes afterwards and did they go back and reshoot some of this stuff? Did she tell them what to do to start with? Was she in the room? Was anyone in the room with them? It looks as though, and look, I'm not going to act like I'm not going to act like I haven't seen at least some of this sex tape, but it looks as though most of the time, um, Ray J's holding the camera or it's, you know, or it's set, down somewhere and that no one's holding it but uh, i don't know so what, what are you saying here trevor do i think it was beneficial because they have elevated extremely since the release um from for success and money and popularity sure it's beneficial but what kind of damage has been done though psychologically i mean fuck she's how many people has she before, I don't know who, who was she with, but you know, Ray J, but then who, who was bef- between Ray J and Kanye? Kanye's not exactly a sane person. Uh, I like him more than Ray J, I like him more than Pete Davidson, but let's not pretend that he's not fucking insane. He is insane. Um, but n- now she's uh, Pete Davidson. Pete, uh, Pete Davidson got her kids' initials tattooed on him. They've been together, what, a couple months? That's, I mean, there's got to be some other red flags before that, but that's definitely a red flag. What is, that's another thing. What is the deal with Pete Davidson? That's a completely different topic. Chris Humphreys basketball player. So, all right. So I didn't know she dated Chris Humphreys, but I don't know. Anyway, like I said, Pete Davidson's a a completely different topic because I don't understand the love of Pete Davidson. Um, I do like his movie, but that's, that's it. Um, But uh, so I guess to answer your question, Trevor, yeah, I mean, if if money and fame is is the most important uh, if popularity, you know, fame and money is the most important, then, yeah, it's beneficial. Definitely. But I just wonder what kind of damage is done. Permanent damage has been done uh, because of anything like that. But no, anyway, pardon me. You know, I know I've always carried the weight on this show, but actually having to do carry all the way and do all the talking too is is uh, making my mouth dry. So, anyway, um, yeah, Kim Kardashian. That's that's a uh, that's a uh, that whole sex tape thing. Um, I don't know. Thank God for it, but Jesus Christ, that's a fucked up family. And what is, so to stick with Kim Kardashian for a moment, and and look, she's good looking. I'll I'll give you that. She's good looking, but there is something to, for everyone that is in love with and raves about her ass, I don't think it's that great. Um, Trevor, so I'm drinking uh, gin and since I'm, you know, trying to, or successfully right now, losing weight, it's just a, uh, like a. Sparkling water with a little shot of lime juice in it, so it's it's like a gin and tonic without the sugar of a tonic. So, anyway, um, so what? What? Anyone listening? Anyone watching? Chime in. Shoot me a message at some point. What is Kim Kardashian good looking, and why is she good looking? That's the that's one of the biggest things I want to know. That like, why is she good looking? What do you think she? Could, I do think she's pretty, but I think. I think all the Kardashian sisters are are pretty in their, you know, in different ways, but they're all good looking. Um, that's, there's definitely, you know, good genes in that family. I, I you know, I've heard people say that they think that their mom is ugly. I don't think she's ugly. She's, you know, I don't, I'm not crazy about short hair, but, but, uh, I don't think she's ugly. I think she's probably a bitch and they have to deal with. I, I, I bet she is. Um, but you know, anyway, like I said, I think, I think Kim's pretty there. the ass is a little much, um, but I think, uh, you know, um, you know, if, if you're not working with a life, if you're a guy that's not working with a lot, a big ass is probably a little scary because, uh, that's just a lot getting in your way there. Um, so I've got vacation coming up. She's not a, so. Trevor, Trevor says she's not attractive for me. I prefer a natural woman. Do you think she's not natural, Trevor? Because I, you know, my understanding was she's not had any work done. But I don't know that to be true. I don't know that is a fact. But I, you know, I thought it was natural. She, is that is that ass fake or did she really work it out to get it there? I have no clue. I don't know but anyway uh, you know if, if anybody else comments on it I'll, I'll go back to that but so i've got vacation coming up in a month which i'm looking forward to um, um the whole family i think one or two people may not get to make it or at least may not get to make it the whole time but i am i really am looking for, i'm looking forward to getting away for a week and getting you know to go go hang out at the beach hang out at the pool That's a lot of drinking Cigars, a lot of gambling. But God, we do some. It's it's interesting to, to be a mostly, or I say at least you know the matriarch and patriarch of the family. My dad and stepmom is much into you know church and you know what is right and wrong and sinful and not. Um, um, it's uh, uh, it's interesting how much gambling we actually do. Uh, Trevor says that on the show they show her getting worked on, they show the ass, the lips, the abs, hips. So are they fake or is she getting like the lips? I mean, is she just getting the injections that make them plump up and then she has to go back and get more? Or is it, I mean, are they, are are they fake? I mean, is she getting implants in the ass and, and lip injections that lip filler or whatever they call it that puts in and and what's, what's going on with the abs? I didn't know you could, could get ab work done short of, short of liposuction. Um, and the hips? What? I don't know. I mean, I need to I need to look into this and find out what's going on. Huh? Yeah. So any anyway, back to so for my my dad and stepmom to be especially my dad so so concerned about things like it, I mean one of the reasons I never shared with most of my family that I did this this show with Stephen was because I know the disappointment. I like my mom knows I did it. Do it. I don't know how often she listened or watched or anything like that but i know her comment was always i don't know why she always says the things that he says he must be searching for something he must be lost i think is what she must be lost in um and i don't think i am anymore i actually think i was more lost when i was so in de- in deep in the church but that's a completely different topic, topic that steven and i tackled too many times um but my dad is, you know, definitely into what's right, what's wrong, what you should and shouldn't say and do, and things like that. But we gamble a lot. Now, my dad is relatively wealthy, and you know his bills are paid, and that's where one of one of his beliefs is like, it's your money. If you've tithe, if your bills are paid and whatnot, you know, and you're giving to the church and helping people, then if you want, if you want to gamble a little bit, go for it. And you know that, you know, if I'm gonna look at things from that perspective, I get it. That's probably a pretty healthy way to think about it compared to the way a lot of uh, people in church think about it. But I mean, we gamble on cornhole. We gamble, we pitch quarters against the wall. We pitch quarters into a Frisbee that sits out, you know, six or eight or 10 feet away. And, and we, we play poker. We, I mean, we, we put, go play golf or anything. I mean, it's like everything that we do, especially the guys, everything that we do just about we're betting on it it's it's hardly a thing that goes by that at least my brother and I are going all right. You know we took some of the kids to go play putt puck, putt puck, puck golf last year and the two of us were like all right here we go. We're going to play this game and it's a dollar a hole or 5 dollars a hole or whatever and and that it's like we can't do anything together. <laughs> it's like we can't do anything together without gambling. It's like it just takes the fun out of it. I don't know, but you know it's one thing I will say about it. like I I do love my family. I love hanging out with my family most time. Some of them get on my nerves, and but I can tolerate it to to be around them and see see everyone, um, on vacation and at holidays and stuff like that. But so, I mean, anyone that listens, you know, you listen to this, shoot me an email, uh, uh you know, DM on some of the social media. Just, but um, you know, do you? Do you vacation with family or is it just basically you and a significant other or you and a couple friends or whatever? And, you know, what do you do? Do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy going on trips or things like that and visiting family or do you not? Are you like Steven and you just wish everyone would die? Uh, You know, I I don't know. Um, So when I get done with this tonight, as I record this anyway, when I get done with this, go upstairs and uh illegally stream the ufc fights tonight some some big fights tonight actually um this is a big one this is one that my wife said if she liked if if we had remodeled the uh our deck that uh, she would have wanted to have people come over for uh, a fight night tonight which i love doing things like that i it as long as i can pick and choose who it is that comes over and no one brings anything we did a fight night years ago when mcgregor and, and uh, mayweather fought yeah mayweather and mcgregor that's what it was when mayweather and mcgregor fought we did uh, we did a fight night had several people come over and we you know we i chose who it was that was coming over but um um uh, one person surprised to surprised me with two other people, uh, another guy from work that I purposely did not want to invite, um, and then halfway through everything, he said his brother was coming over as well, and I'd never met his brother. Now, I, I knew him, and I knew the other guy that he that showed up with him. I've worked with both of them, but you know, one guy that came with him that was not invited, I specifically didn't invite because that guy's a big mouth and will go and run his mouth about things, you know, to to people at work. Um, but the, so the guy brings, he brought this other guy from work that I didn't like and didn't want to show up. He brought him because his, uh, his wife would not let him come to my house unless somebody was going with him that she knew. Um, and so she happened to know this other guy. Um, I'll call him clay. Um, um, his wife, uh, knew clay and said he could go if clay was going well clay wasn't going because clay wasn't invited because i don't like clay Um, but he shows up at my house um, at the set time and uh, clay's with him so that's the first thing which immediately puts immediately puts him off the list the next time i do a fight night um, unless I need somebody to come and bring something specific that he can bring he won't be invited because he brought somebody last time either that or I'll have to have a talk with him go, look you're invited no one else that you know is allowed to come with you like I don't, I don't care who it is family or otherwise you come alone. I also don't like like if I if I want to do a poker night at some point here relatively soon um, which is going to piss Steven off because I never did a poker night while he lived up here close It's he's moving now but if I do a poker night I don't like couples coming, especially married couples, because it never fails that somebody ends up in an argument. And that's just uncomfortable. And I don't want to be the referee for some shit like that. I just don't. I don't need anybody fighting or, or I don't need anybody fist fighting, beating up, beating on each other if it would get to that point. I just, I don't want to deal with that. I just want to sit down, I want to smoke, drink, play some cards and be done with it or watch fights or whatever it is. Anyway. Regardless, my wife had said she wanted she would like to do a fight night tonight if uh, if we'd remodel our back deck, and we ha- we had. So, uh, but let's 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 see here. What what have we got? Um, the big fights here at the end of the night. Um, I don't know if it's a co-main event or no, it's not. There's a, the main event is uh, Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje. Um, I, I saw something yesterday that said that Oliveira didn't make weight, uh, which is uh, crazy to me. It's I mean, this is what you do for a living. You're a professional. Why the fuck can, can't you make your weight? He didn't make weight. They gave him an hour to cut half a pound. He was a half a pound over. They gave him an hour to cut it, and he couldn't. So he's the belt holder, but... Now the belt is being stripped from him and it will be vacant unless Gaethje beats him. If Justin Gaethje beats him then Gaethje is now the, the uh, lightweight champion. But if if Oliveira wins it doesn't matter. He doesn't have the belt anymore because he didn't make weight for his his uh, 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 title defense fight. Uh, so strange. I don't know. Strange that he can't make weight. I don't understand that. But anyway. um uh, fight right before that is uh, Rose Namajunas and Carla Esparza. Uh, that's going to be a really good fight as well. It's a women's strawweight. It's a title fight. Uh, Namajunas has the belt. So uh, that'll be pretty good. And then uh, it just goes down uh, from there, uh, lesser-known people. But uh, it's going to be a big big night tonight uh, in the fight world. So um, I love UFC. Uh, there's like another, another good fight tonight is uh, – uh, I can't think of who he's fighting, but um, Canelo Alvarez is fighting. Who I, I like him. I'm not a huge boxing fan, but I do like him, which is an interesting thing. So Alvarez is is interesting because he's uh, he's the only ginger Mexican I've ever seen, and it just sounds fucking weird whenever he talks. If you see an interview in the whatever, and you see this just lily white, redheaded guy, and then he starts talking. And, and he is. Uh, look, I'm not saying that you should ha- you should or should have to talk a specific way. But if we're all uh, you know honest, when you see someone before you've heard them speak, you have a you have a thought. We all prejudge. We pre everyone does. We all prejudge, and you have a thought. You know, you see Canelo Alvarez, and, and I don't know. I'm looking for Bill Burr's voice or whatever, but you know, he's a Mexican guy through and through, like Canelo. Um, It's just fucking weird to see this white ginger that is, that has a, you know, just full on Mexican accent. It's so strange to me. It's so, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it just throws me off every time, every time. It's like Jimmy Carr, a British comedian, English comedian, Jimmy Carr, his laugh throws me off every time. And I know it's what it's going to sound like, but it throws me off every time, but. So if you're a UFC fan or a boxing fan, there's there's some good fights happening tonight. Um, uh, so uh, yeah. Anyway, but Alvarez, the uh, ginger Mexican, is uh, that's a that's an interesting one. All right. Let's see if there's anything else I want to talk about tonight. Like I said, this is gonna be a short show tonight. Um, I got to get upstairs. Watch fights with my wife. Tomorrow's also Mother's Day, so I can't spend too much time doing this. And that's another thing. Do you guys do anything specific for Mother's Day? I, we, we go out to dinner for my wife um, this year. I tried to buy her an Apple Watch or a computer, like a new MacBook. She has been wanting an Apple Watch because she would like the health benefits, but she's also concerned she can't, she wouldn't be able to handle having a watch on her, on her wrist. She doesn't like wearing bracelets and jewelry like that on her wrist, so... She's a bit concerned about that so so i thought i'd buy her a, a laptop a new macbook as well she's got an older one it's small we're my wife and i we're getting older our eyes are not as good as they used to be so the small laptop she's got is a little harder to see but um so i thought i'd buy her a bigger one and uh she said she came back to me the next day when i said all right if you thought what if you made a decision on which which one you want she said, "Actually, I want to. I want to redo the bathroom because I want my soaker tub. Because we can do that work together, and it and it be just as, you know, it's going to cost just as much for us to do that work ourselves as it will to buy the other thing. So now I'm uh, going to be uh, redoing. I'll be either taking out the bath uh, tub combo, and this this is boring as fuck. I know it is. So." Just bear with me till I get the hang of this shit, right? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be taking out either the tub shower combo or the jetted tub that we've got and putting in a uh, a soaker tub and redoing the floor and the wall around it. You know, that's not, very, that's not a bad drink with this seltzer water in it. I'm kind of surprised I, I typically don't like it unless it's got tonic in it. And it's Barton's Gin for anyone that cares. It's not expensive, but it's Barton's uh, London... Extra dry with some lime a shot of lime juice but so yeah, here soon uh, and, and kids, if you're watching or listening to this uh, why first why the fuck are you watching or listening to this but uh, boys especially just know i'm going to be asking you to come help me. <laughs> take uh, the shower and, and the shit like that out of the bathroom and put tile down and, and carry in the soaker's tub and, and things like that, so. And speaking of manual labor, my daughter, I think, is, is actually going to have to move back in the house. So those of you that have been following us for a while, you know that my daughter's one of my favorite people in the world. I love all three of my kids, but my daughter is my favorite. They all three know that. I make no bones about it. My wife, however, will not say who her favorite kid is, but my daughter's lab goose is her favorite dog. Even, even loves him and likes him even more than our own two dogs. Um, but, um, so my daughter, uh, is probably gonna have to move back in guy that owns a house that she's been renting with a, a friend, uh, is selling the house is given them, I think to the end of May to move, to find a place or move out or to move out. They've been looking, not having any luck. They really lucked out on, a, had a really good deal on this house that they're in. I'm not going to go over the financials, but it's a good deal. She pays for it all herself. Um, she works. She goes to school full-time. Really, I mean, you know, I'm proud of all three of the kids. They all work and handle their own bills and things like that. Um, so I'm really proud of them. But um, uh, Olivia's working full-time and going to school full-time, paying her rent and things like that. And uh, uh, and this fucking crazy ass dog that she's got takes up a lot of money too. But I think they're going to have to move back in, which uh, you know I'm fine. I, I, she's not exactly happy about it because she's you know that independence. She still you know she calls my wife almost every day and talks to her. She keeps in touch. She comes over one night a week and still watches the shows that we all used to watch together uh, when she lived at home and. But the moving back in, I I, mean, I don't know for sure if it's how hard it is on her, but it, it, I can imagine it's probably pretty hard on her trying to move back home. But you know, uh, she's I don't know, she is one, one of my favorite. Honestly, she's one of my favorite people in the world. Not just uh, that I love her and she's my kid. She's actually just one of my favorite people to hang out, and be around. We're very much alike. Um, so anyway, uh, daughter probably moving back in soon. So maybe I'll have her on here a couple times every once in a while with me and uh, we'll see how how things are going. Um, had to cancel something for the weekend this weekend. I normally do that every other Sunday with uh, Andre uh, from the UK and Easy's back. So glad to have Easy coming back in. Um, glad he's, you know, getting better. And then uh, Big T as well uh, on there. We do that every other Sunday. and. Uh, we had to cancel it this week because of Mother's Day. So, but so the kids will come over tomorrow around noon or so for Mother's Day. Noon tomorrow, as I record this, anyway. And uh, we'll hang out for a little while. Who knows what we'll do? But then we'll, we'll go to dinner, and that's basically the extent of it. Uh, they'll they'll come back at some point and help with the with the uh, construction for my wife's Mother's Day present. But that's about it. And, and I was thinking because I'm putting this effort in for my wife's like what the, what am I going to ask for for Mother's Day and and I honestly I think my thing is just going to be like just nothing just let's just don't spend any money just hang out here let's let's just don't and I don't have and, and I guess I should have prefaced it by saying like I don't mind spending that money on my wife we can afford to do that that's that's fine but like for me it just feels like it's a lot a lot of a lot goes into a lot of energy and a lot of effort. Time goes into doing that. That Maybe for Father's Day, I just want to just take it easy that weekend and not not have to deal with any of that. I don't know. I'm sure I'll come up with something because I'm petty. Um, all right. It is uh, right at 9 o'clock here. Uh, it's getting dangerously close to main event on UFC. And because it's Mother's Day weekend, my wife really wants to watch these fights. Uh, I'm cutting this short. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not very funny. It's not what is, is normally how the show is gone, but that's just how it is. And once Steven gets his uh, we, we said this last week when we when we did the show is like once he gets his schedule for his new job worked out, he may do some segments. He may call in or 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 uh, remote in on occasion for a little something here and there. Maybe I'm not we, we're not guaranteeing anything but maybe we'll just have to see and then uh uh, or he may pre-record some stuff i I don't know but at least until i decide if if this is something that i can do every week alone uh it'll it's going to just be me but again i may have some people here and there um uh, that can you know jump on here with me and we'll just have just general conversation and maybe that's it maybe that's what i need to do Because clearly, I can't be fucking funny by myself. Um, So, um, maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I need to find somebody to sit in here with me next week. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I'm going to try to stick to the same schedule that we've always done, which is roughly 8 o'clock on a Saturday night for the live show. The shows will release on Monday mornings, uh, just like they have. And then, yeah, that's that's how I'll do it. Uh, so apologies again that this is such a short episode, but it's been a hectic week. It's a Mother's Day weekend, and, and I just don't have everything set up the way I'd like it yet. And so rather than continue something that is not uh, the best that I can do, I'll just cut it short for you. Um, but uh, as always, please shoot us an email, admin at b 3 podcast. Dot com. Shoot me an email, not us, not us anymore. Shoot me an email, admin, uh, A-D-M-I-N, admin at b 3 Go to the website. Tell me what you think. Just shit all over me on there. Steven's still on there too. You can say something about him if you want to, but, but just uh, shit all over me. Tell me what you want, what you want to hear. What do you want me to talk about? I'll, I'll talk about basically anything. Uh, I won't get too terribly personal about some stuff. Uh, in my life, but for the most part, you, you, if you've listened to or watched the show for any amount of time, you know, I don't mind talking about anything. Um, it's one of the beauties of this show. Um, and that sounds blowhardy. I'm sorry. It, it does. So fucking anyway, fuck you. No, you know what? Fuck you for judging me. No, it's not. I can say what I want. It's my show. It's my show. you want to say something different? You get your own show. So fuck you for telling me I'm a blowhard. No, no, no. I do not have to take this on my own show. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, this is this is how it'll be. Uh, again, I've said it a million times, but um, if there's something you'd like for me to talk about, um, let me know. Otherwise, I'll try to get it. I'll try to get the phone available for anyone to call in that wants to by next week. No promises, um, but uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, thanks for tuning in to the live show. Thanks for listening to the. To the audio version bear with me hang in hang in there be part of the show Uh, chime in you know give me some stuff you want me to talk about or or give me your opinion on some things and then you know we'll just go from there let's i mean i would love for for you guys to be the co-host for a a time and let's try it that way but i i gotta get the I, i need the support and the feedback from you guys so um again Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And until next week, goodbye. Give us a thumbs up on Facebook at B3F Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Twitch at B3F Podcast. And on Instagram at B3F underscore podcast. YouTube has all of our videos. Support us on Patreon or buy me a coffee at B3F Podcast. Send all your questions or comments to admin at B3Fpodcast.com. Find us online at B3Fpodcast.com. Rate us and review us wherever you listen, and as always, thanks for listening.